So thank you very much indeed for joining us for this edition of the Heart Podcast. My name is Dr. James Rudd. I'm an associate editor uh, at Heart from Cambridge, UK. And I'm delighted to be joined today by Professor Peter Weisberg, who is the current medical director of the British Heart Foundation and has been for the last 12 years. So thank you very much for joining us today, Peter. Really, I'd like to get your views on uh, several topics that I think will be of interest to the heart audience. First of all, having been the medical director of the largest, I guess, independent charity funding cardiovascular research in the UK, um, do you have any highlights that you could tell us about of your, of your time? Any research funding that has made a, a big impact, perhaps not just nationally, but also internationally? Well, I think that there, there are a couple of things I draw attention to. One is the, the mere fact that actually we are the biggest funder probably within Europe, actually. So we have, we have enormous leverage in terms of what we can do in cardiovascular science. And that's one of the reasons I came here in the first place. Yeah. I, I guess the thing that I, I'm... One of the things I'm proudest of is the Research Centre of Excellence. I think they have really delivered what we hoped they would deliver, mm. which was a, a new generation of young scientists who are now in, fully immersed in cardiovascular science uh, because we were having manpower issues and, and recruitment issues in cardiovascular science. And I think we've got a lot of non-biological scientists from the physical sciences engaged in cardiovascular science in a way that they just weren't before we set those up. So I think I think they've been really good. Yeah. And I think in terms of impacts, you have to, and I tell a lot of people this, you have to look back further than just 12 years. Mm. My, my association with the BHF has been over several decades because I've been funded by the BHF for most of my career before I came here as the medical director. And what's been really gratifying to see is that research which BHF was funding 20 years ago Stuff like the stuff done by Hugh Watkins, identifying genes for hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Yes. Steve Humphreys uh, doing similar things for, for familial hypercholesterolemia. And now seeing that that's, that sort of thing is now entering mainstream clinical practice and that actually BHF is funding genetics nurses now in the FH arena, genetics nurses are going to be in the inherited heart conditions era because it's ready to go into prime time and the BHF is... is, is is catalyzing that by getting some uh, pump priming money into it. So I, I think uh, you know it's been great to see some of the basic science that I was aware of when I was doing a lot of research myself yes. actually coming to prime time and hitting mainstream clinical practice. As you say, some of these discoveries from the initial moment of discovery to actually getting into guidelines and funding takes a long time. Takes a very takes long time. A lot of effort and a lot of pushing by people. So yeah. it's uh, and 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 it's nice to see it all come together. Yeah. And what about the research landscape in 2016, let's say over the next five years? I mean, you've, got a, you've got your finger on the pulse of what the government's thinking and what the other agencies as well as the BHF are planning. I mean, is it a good time to be getting into cardiovascular research, do you think? I think it is. I think it's a good time to, to be getting into and staying in research at the moment. I think mm. we've had successive, the last six, successive, two successive governments have been pretty good at funding fundamental science, funding universities and maintaining funding in, in pretty trying times. We thought that was all going to change at the last the last round, but it didn't. They, yeah. that, that's been maintained. So I think fundamentally, biosciences in the UK are very strong. And the BHF is in the fortunate position, as is cancer research, with Cancer Research UK, of having a very well-funded and uh, effective charity that can can 
offer the money in a way that no other country that I know of has actually, uh, except maybe the, the American Heart Association in America. Mm. Um, so I think the uh, I would certainly encourage any young scientist actually at the moment or any young clinician who is thinking of research that uh, the one thing I don't think they do have to worry about in the immediate future is the funding landscape, particularly in the cardiovascular arena, because we're in robust health and with with fairly big plans over the next five to ten years to increase income, to grow the, the research spend. So we're planning on spending £100 million at least per year over the next five years. A lot of money. And how does that um, compare to what you've been spending recently? Is that a significant... Well, we've gone up, ever uplift. since I've been at the Heart Foundation, we've gone up year upon year. But actually, when I go back several years, we were funding about 40-something, 50 million, and it's grown steadily over the years. For mm. the last two or three years, we've been between 80 and 100 million. And last, this last financially over 107 million which is all planned spend uh, we have plans to spend similar similar amounts over the next five years you've got some different schemes as well in terms of funding researchers we refreshed our strategy so that we've got a template on which to to sort of hang our our, uh, our objectives uh, and there's certainly one or two that a lot of it is business as usual with some tweaks to make it important um, but we're really trying hard to encourage and retain women in science, yeah. both medical science and, and, and uh, laboratory science. To an extent, the medical side is, is down to the career choices of, of women, or at least those that they feel they can get on in, and cardiology does not seem to be one of them, except mm. for a few, mm. and we have a problem there. But in basic science, we start off with a surfeit of very bright women PhD students, more successful women than men, yeah. but very quickly that pendulum goes the other way and, and very few women are there when they come to the more senior fellowships. And, and that's a massive loss of talent. And yeah. we're going to try and do something to reverse that. So that's an important aspect of what we're trying to do. I think the other area which the BHF has perhaps been a little slower than some others are getting into is the translational space and, and getting laboratory research that has promised to deliver a new drug or new drug target or maybe a new diagnostic through that process of getting the early rounds of funding so that it can get proof of principle that yeah. will attract the bigger funders in and take it on then into bigger pharma or wherever it happens to be going. And I think that's something that, that, that we only launched about two years ago. It's been very successful and we're clearly going to grow that if we possibly can. And then the third area I think that, that will grow in the immediate future is, is clinical research and clinical trials because as we grow our income, we can afford then to spend more on, on larger clinical trials. And uh, so we've set up a new committee, which will be starting uh, very early next year, uh, to be a, a clinical studies group. And that will give us the opportunity uh, to, to spend more on bigger mm. trials. Mm. And finally, your successor has, has been announced, Professor Nilesh Samani from, from University of Leicester. Yep. Have you got any advice for him? I, I've, I've already given him lots of private advice, so I won't share all that necessarily <laughs> with you. I, I think there are two things. Really. One is there is a big culture shock, if that's the right word, or change coming Moving from, from a university university environment to a big charity, which is run like a big corporate company, and, yeah. and all the things that go along with, with that in terms of, uh, of management and, and uh, people development and things like that. Uh, on the other hand, it's incredibly liberating having worked as he has and I have all one's career in a health service which is strapped for cash in a university sector where you really struggle to try to do something new uh, because of the, the funding situation. Yes. You come to an organization where you say I've got a few good ideas and they say great we'll try and raise the money to, to fund them and that's that's 
enormously exciting, actually. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Professor Weisberg, for your time. And thank you to our listeners for joining us for this episode of the Heart Podcast. Thank you.